يوما فهو مضمون وقال تعالى وما كان الله معذبهم وانت فيهم وما كان الله يعذبهم وانت فيهم وكان الله معذبهم وهم يستغفرون وكما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام respect the ulama elders and brothers in islam assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh we express our thanks and shukr to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his continuous favors and bounties upon us the food that we eat the water that we drink the shelter above our heads the means of transportation that we utilize the health that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, the wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, all these are favors and ni'mat from His side for which we need to continue thanking Him. The greatest, the most precious of all these favors, the most valuable of all these favors, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us believers in the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Respected friends and elders, we find as believers, as a mu'min, a mu'min is always one who is supposed to take lesson from his circumstances, from his surroundings and he is always one who is wanting to better and improve himself. We find ourselves at the beginning of a year, of course not an Islamic year, a year in terms of the Gregorian calendar and even though us as Muslims we do not follow this, this uh, Gregorian or English year in terms of how we uh, fulfill our religious duties but because we live in an un-Islamic country and we follow this tartib or we follow uh, we follow their method or we follow the way in terms of when we commence our work and our school etc so this is perhaps a time in the year where many of us would have come back or are coming back now from a break and schools have not even opened yet and there was a lot of time for us to reflect and it is so to say a starting period in our life of another year whether it is a, a year of work or a year of school or whatever the case may be and we find that a mu'min is one who should always be introspecting he should always be looking at himself and thinking as to whether he has improved himself as to whether he has gotten closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as to whether he is actually fulfilling his responsibilities as a Muslim. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi has mentioned in a hadith and according to some scholars it is a statement of Rasulullah Sallallahu but there is some weakness in it and according to other scholars this was something that many pious people or few pious ulama had seen Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned to them in a dream According to some scholars, this was the saying of the great Tabi'i Hassan Basri, Rahmatullah Ali. But what has been mentioned is that Man tasawa That person who his two days are the same, meaning his spiritual state is the same today and yesterday, meaning he has not made an effort to improve himself over, what, over his condition yesterday, especially his spiritual condition then this person is living in deception. So respected friends and elders, leave alone two days, we ask ourselves that we went through a whole year of work, a whole year of school or learning, whatever it is, and now we had the holiday period, the break, period of break, and now we are commencing another year. Has there been any change in our lives from last year? 
from last year has there been an improvement in our spiritual lives especially have we become better Muslims or have we remained in that same spiritual state of ours or Allah forbid have we gotten even worse so respected friends and elders and especially especially in light of what is happening and the current condition of the ummah these are serious questions that we have to ask ourselves and how we are reacting to the events that are taking place in front of our eyes and how it is affecting us as Muslims and if we have to think and ponder over this and look at the condition of the ummah then definitely we will come to the conclusion that there has to be some change that has to take place there has to be some change for the better that has to take place there has to be some improvement that has to be made and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran inna Allah la yughayyiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayyiru ma bianfusihim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not change the condition of a people until they make an effort to change the conditions within themselves each and every individual tries his best to change himself for the better to make himself a better Muslim to take himself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then will only be there a change for the better in terms of the conditions of the ummah and of course we know respected friends and elders as we are hearing now over the past 80 some odd days especially in that part of the world where Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is Baytul Maqdis our Palestinian brothers and sisters what they have underwent and they are currently undergoing untold suffering to date almost 23,000 Muslims have been killed if we thought if we had to think if we had to ponder if, we, if someone had to tell us maybe 2-3 months ago after 2 or 3 months 23,000 Muslims are going to die and no one is doing anything about it what would our reaction be what would we say no you're talking nonsense what's wrong with you how can you say something like that but respected friends and elders the entire world is a witness to this over 20, or almost 23,000 Muslims slaughtered killed their homes demolished hospitals demolished schools demolished universities demolished in front of the eyes of the world two-thirds of this number of people killed were women and children two-thirds of this number women and children and nothing at all seems it seems that nothing at all can be done about it so this is the current halat of the ummah the current condition of the ummah around 200 people are being killed a day 200 people being killed a day on a daily basis and at this moment in time nothing is being done to stop this by those that supposedly have the power or by those governments that are supposed to have the power so we know ulama have been advising us in the past one or two months what we can do to the best of our ability turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make dua for them we'll do whatever we can in terms of contributing towards the cause and whichever other way we can we can speak out against the atrocities 
and whatever false propaganda or rhetoric, rhetoric is being propagated against our Palestinian Muslim brothers in favor of the oppressors and the Israelis, we should be fully aware of what is happening. We should be able to contradict and we should be able to speak out against that propaganda and that rhetoric and all those lies that are being propagated against our fully fellow Muslim brothers in them trying to justify the genocide that they are perpetrating currently against our fellow Muslim brothers. So we all have to be well aware of what is happening. We all should be fully capable of responding to all the nonsense that is being, that is being said or all the lies that is being spread in them trying to justify the evil that they are carrying out. But respected friends and elders, it goes without saying that Together with that, we have to make certain very important changes in terms as an ummah, in terms of us as an ummah. If we have to look at our current halal condition of the ummah today, and I will just touch upon one or two very important issues that have come about in the in the past one or two days, which have been highlighted in the past one or two days, but were actually it was actually a problem in the past. We find respected friends and elders that not very far from us, near us, we find that year after year in certain hotels when our Muslim brothers come to spend their time here or on holiday, we find that they are painting an extremely bad picture and giving an extremely bad impression of us as a Muslim community. We find that the behavior of the Muslim youth and even the adults up to the grandfathers is completely disgraceful, despicable. Year after year we find that they get into fist fights with one another. They get into fist fights with one another, fist fights with the management of those places. They pick fights with the non-Muslims. Can you imagine that? They want to pick fights with the non-Muslims. They pick fights with the management. And this is happening year after year to the extent that the, those hotels now have to pick up the phone and contact the Imam of that locality and tell the Imam what is happening with your Muslim brothers here. This is how they are behaving and especially the youth. This is how they are behaving. This is the picture that they are painting of the Muslim community. And of course there are many reasons for this. And one of the reasons for this, and one of our ulama have highlighted this as well, when he went out the morning after New Year's, he took a drive on the beachfront, and he was extremely disturbed to find the state of our Muslim youngsters, how intoxicated they were. On the morning of New Year's, our Muslim youngsters, and maybe sisters, Allah knows best, how intoxicated they were. And it was so shocking to him that he found it, fitting that he had to send out some type of correspondence or message to tell the ummah of what is happening and especially the parents and the elders that they should protect their youth from this so respected friends and elders if we have to look at this behavior of our own Muslim community the youth especially because of what in their, they are being involved and we have to draw and we have to think about now currently what is the state of the ummah where do we have time to fight amongst ourselves, physically fight amongst ourselves, when our fellow Muslim brothers are being killed, 200 people a day? We do we have time for this nonsense? We're fighting within ourselves, when our fellow Muslim brothers are dying on that side. We should be spending and we should be focusing our energy 
on trying to alleviate their suffering instead of focusing our energy on ourselves fighting with one another swearing one another we find the reason is mentioned in the hadith that sibabul muslimi fusuqul qitaluhu kufr for you to swear your fellow muslim brother is a very evil sin it is a very evil sin wa qitaluhu kufr and if you have to physically fight with him knowing he is a muslim it can lead you to kufr and disbelief it can lead you to kufr and disbelief if you physically fight with him and if if you fight with him because you know he is a muslim that in itself is kufr because he is a muslim that in itself is kufr so respected friends and elders these are very hard questions that we have to ask ourselves looking at the current condition that our ummah is that our ummah is undergoing and that's just one issue just just one issue that we have that we can focus on that we need to rectify ourselves as an ummah so respected friends and elders we know that the ummah we are not saying that the ummah is completely lost alhamdulillah if we look if we have to look at the current what how, how the ummah has reacted to this crisis we find that alhamdulillah the spark of iman is there the ummah has come alive especially because of this crisis many people are becoming aware of the islam or the muslim religion because of, of what they are seeing and because of what they are hearing about our fellow muslims in gaza our fellow brothers in gaza how strong the iman is how strong the faith is how many people are accepting islam on a daily basis because of what because they are witnessing the strength of the iman of the people of gaza and we find respected friends and elders the very reason for the start of this conflict was because of the strength of of the iman of our palestinian brothers they could not stomach any longer <coughs> the transgression that was taking place against al masjid al aqsa against baitul maqdis that is why that whole that mission was called tufan al aqsa al aqsa flood or the mission of aqsa whatever attack they carried out in defense of their lands after them experiencing oppression for 75 years and now you want to call them terrorist it was in response to the transgression that they were experiencing of course against themselves as a people and against the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al masjid al aqsa so that spark of iman is alive in the ummah but the question is respected friends and elders are we at that level where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be are we at that level of iman where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us and we find that there is great room for improvement there is great room for us to improve so that, that we can get the assistance and help of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we have to look at the so called muslim countries in and around the middle east and we have to look at how they have responded to this conflict then a person sometimes will even question the iman a person sometimes will even question the iman we sometimes we it looks as if they have more allegiance to the enemies of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than their own fellow muslim brothers which one of them has significantly done something to alleviate the suffering of our brothers in that part of the world we find in the hadith nabi sam has mentioned that yati ala nas zaman a time will come where the people or the enemies of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call one another 
to partake and attack the Muslim Ummah like how a woman is calling all her family members to a meal and Nabi Sam explains the reasoning behind this further on in the hadith Nabi Sam says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have removed your fear or your awe from the hearts of your enemies they'll be able to go and massacre you they'll be able to go and carry out atrocities against you and they won't even fear you for a moment if you have to think at the time the time in the past where a person had to just hear the name of Umar when he starts shivering and starts shaking now we find ourselves at that point in time where they are able to commit atrocities against us and no one is even able to lift a finger against them and in the hadith Nabi Sam says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove from the hearts of your enemies any awe or fear for you and Nabi Sam says because of your weak, the weakness of your iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put a certain weakness within your heart wahan. And when they asked Nabi Sallallahu what is this weakness you're talking about? Nabi Sallallahu mentioned, Hubbud dunya wa karahiyatul maut. You will have intense love for the dunya. You will have intense love for this dunya. So much of love for the dunya that you'll forget about your actual objective on this earth. You'll forget about the akhirat. Hubbud dunya wa karahiyatul maut. You'll have so much of love for this dunya and you'll have dislike for that. Now, if we have to question and ask ourselves, within our hearts is my love for dunya more and my dislike for death less or is my love for death and meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and dislike for the dunya less ask ourselves that question then you know the answer you know the answer to the question and then the condition of the ummah will not shock you so respected friends and elders we find that looking at the leaders the so called muslim leaders around that part of the world what is it Besides them, if it is not them having the same wahan, the same weakness, the fear of them losing their positions, the fear of them losing their wealth, that they do not want to take up or they do not want to do anything significant to protect and to assist our fellow Muslim brothers. And we find, respected friends and elders, that it is left to a country like South Africa on the southern tip of Africa to stand up for justice now we know our country is the only country in the entire world that has stood up and taken Israel to the International Court of Justice we know our country with all the weaknesses with all the corruption but at least this one thing it has done it could not stomach the injustice and it had to be done by a non-Muslim country imagine that so many Muslim countries so-called Muslim countries could not do this a non-Muslim country of ours had to stand up for this because they had experienced the same apartheid in the past. So respected friends and elders, we find that we have to build ourselves up and as an ummah to that level where we are able now to get and to, to, to draw from the assistance and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course, as I mentioned, there are different ways that we have to bring about this change in our hearts this change within our lives and the ulama have been advising us in the past few months or weeks how we should bring about this change there are many different factors the, the basic the be all and end all of it is that we have to become pardon and we have to become amil we have to make amal on deen 
We have to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to become pardon and deen and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We can of course start asking ourselves as to whether we are fulfilling our responsibilities of deen in terms of our salah. Are we all performing our five daily salah? And these are issues that the entire ummah has to bring about as a whole. Change has to bring about as a whole. Not just one one person. Of course each person they have to change themselves. If each person changes himself, then the entire ummah will change. But these are changes that we have to bring about in terms of our salah. Are we performing our five daily salah? Then we know istighfar and tawbah has to be something regular in our life. With istighfar and tawbah, we know how weak we are, we know how much of sins we commit. We need, we need to make a, a concerted effort, a firm intention to abstain from all those bad habits. They bring about nothing but the anger and the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that in turn will divert away the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we make a firm intention to abstain from the bad, the bad habits that we have, the sins that we commit, make a lot of istighfar and tawbah. With istighfar and tawbah comes the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many ayats we can we have mentioned in the past. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not afflict the ummah with a general azab or punishment as long as you are amongst them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not afflict the ummah with a general azab or punishment as long as they are continuously engaging in istighfar. Continuously for us to make istighfar an integral part of asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness is a firm intention and resolution not to go back to that sin. We speak about New Year's resolutions. These are resolutions that we have to be taking all the time. A resolution not to go back to sins to the best of our ability. A person, every single human being is weak, but to the best of our ability, we're making a firm intention not to, to, to go back to sins and gunas, make a lot of istighfar. Of course, give a lot of charity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Charity is something that diverts the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and especially now our brothers in that part of the world how much of charity and how much of assistance do they need together with that also adopting taqwa abstaining from haram and evil means to adopt taqwa with adopting taqwa the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a way out for him from his difficulty. So respected friends and elders, these are all ways and means that we should try to better ourselves. And a very important aspect of this respected friends and elders, and which I spoke about just now as well, is to encourage our youth, our youth, our youngsters to get the proper focus in their lives. For them to go along the true path because they are the future leaders of tomorrow. As Mawinus Patel Sahib Rahmatullah used to, used to say, the word youth, you are in that youth. You are, as an ummah is in that youth. However your youth are brought up today, that is what the ummah will be tomorrow. So if we as responsible adults do not encourage them to the best of our ability in the correct manner to become better Muslims, to fulfill our, their responsibilities as Muslims, what will happen to them in the future and how, what, will, what type of leadership will they be for the Ummah in the future. So respecting the friends and elders, important aspects to keep in mind. 
and we find of course we can there are different ways and means that we can assist our brothers there the one way that has been encouraged to us to assist them and to alleviate the genocide is for us to boycott the different products and companies that assist the perpetrator in the oppression and that of course should be done whichever products whichever companies we find and alhamdulillah it is working they are really feeling the effects of the boycott but together with that respected friends and elders more importantly if not more importantly is for us to boycott their lifestyle the lifestyle the western lifestyle we see now how treacherous the west is and all the while we want to run behind them we want to behave like them we want to live like them we want to follow their fashion and styles now look at how they are treating our fellow muslim brothers look at how they are treating our fellow muslim brothers in trying to justify the genocide against them how much more proof we want that they do not have any well they do not wish at all any well for us as an ummah we have our own identity as muslims we have our own sunnah to follow the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam we need to adopt that sunnah we need to adopt that lifestyle so respected friends and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq to bring ourselves up to that level where he is pleased with us as an ummah and he is pleased with us to once again be khalifatullah fil ard that we are the vice gerent of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the face of the earth allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to reach that level i'll just end off with, a, with an arabic saying ulama mentioned that we know one of the greatest hero, heroes of islam was none other than salahuddin al-ayyubi salahuddin the one that conquered that conquered jerusalem and brought back al-masjid al-aqsa into the hands of the believers those that know arabic will know the literal meaning of salahuddin means the correctness of deen or correct deen true deen so there is a saying in arabic man tasara salahuddin illa bi salahuddin salahuddin did not get victory except with salahuddin except with the correctness of deen he made a lot of effort how much of effort was made even before he was even before his life how much of effort was made but by those before him and him himself to bring about the correctness of deen in the entire world so we find even in this moment in time that man tasara al ummah illa bi salahuddin this ummah will not get victory except if we come once again onto correct deen allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillah rabbil alamin
الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله واكملنا ديننا واتم علينا نعمته ورضي لنا الاسلام دينا فلا نعبد ولا نستعين الا اياه ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغير ما بانفسهم وقال تعالى في موضع آخر ما كان الله يعذبهم وأنت فيهم ما كان الله يعذبهم يستغفرون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا إن تنصروا الله ينصركم ويثبت أقدامكم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام الجهاد ماضي إلى يوم القيامة وقد قيل في الحديث من تساوى يوما فهو مغبون أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام فيا معشر الإخوان إن لأعدائكم المستعمرين غاية تخالف غايتكم وغايتكم نشر الحق والعدل والأمان وغايتهم نشر الباطل والظلم والعدوان أنتم تريدون أن تعيشوا ويعيش العالم معكم في السلم والسلام وهم يريدون لكم ولعالم الهلاك في جحيم الهروب ولهيب النار فإن كنتم ما أيها الإخوة الكرام تريدون أن تصلوا إلى غايتكم وتتغلبوا على إرادتهم إرادتكم فعليكم أن تعبدوا الله بقلوبكم وعمالكم لا بصوركم وأقوالكم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر واشدهم في امر الله عمر واستقم حيان عثمان وقضاهم عليه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنهم وعن كل صحابة أجمعين اللهم اغفر للعباس ولديه مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي 
لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعده فمن أحبهم فبحب يحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض يبغضهم وقير الناس قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر النصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واخذوا من خذل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم اللهم لعن الكفرة الذين يصدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسولك ويقاتلون أولياءك اللهم شتد شملهم ومزق جمعهم اللهم دمر ديارهم اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين بعد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتائد القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Please ensure that you fill in all the gaps as soft as straight as possible. Your cell phones are switched off. Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'in Ihdina Sirata Al-Mustaqim Sirata Al-Ladhina An'amta Alayhim غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين يا أيها الذين آمنوا كونوا أنصار الله كما قال عيسى بن مريم للحواليين كما قال عيسى بن مريم للحواليين من أنصاري إلى الله قال الحواريون نحن أنصار الله فآمن الطائفة من بني إسرائيل وكفر الطائفة فأيدنا الذين آمنوا على عدوهم فأصبحوا ظاهرين الله أكبر Sami'allahu liman hamida Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin 
إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفره إنه كان توابا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمسلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإلا تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكون من القاسرين ربنا اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وتبت قدامنا وصرنا على قوم كافرين اللهم إنا نسألك من كل خير ما سألك من عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك من عبدك ونبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى ومن العمل ما ترضى اللهم أصلح وعلى المسلمين في فلسطين وفي كل مكان رب العالمين اللهم عجل بنصرهم يا قوي عزيز اللهم عليك بعدائك عدائي الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم منزل الكتاب مدري السحاب هازم الأحزاب اهزمهم وانصرنا عليهم اللهم أحصيهم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تغادر منهم أحدا ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرض المسلمين والحمد موتانا وموت المسلمين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله